be Michelle overcome. No, it's Moldavite. Moldavite. Is it moldy? No, that was stone, which shall not be named. We just gotta call it a piece of mold. Moldavite. 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 What are we doing here? Are we trying to stretch it into something else? Yeah, we're trying to stretch the We made a Harry Potter reference that you didn't get that went right over your head. Because so. Harry Potter is not cool. Yes, because I have to explain it now and it's going to ruin the joke. No, you're not. I got it. Moldavite. Moldemort. The stone of a shall not be named. <laughs> I think people would wish it would not be named because they're trying to say it's ruining everything in the world. Apparently. Moldavite's ruined by Well, I life. think it's the name. I, this doesn't sound like a sexy name. It doesn't. This is like Moldavite. I have no information on Moldavite. I, I think it's, I think it's green. But I have many questions. Okay, so this is a Parababel episode about... Voldemort. Mold. <laughs> And a stone. Moldemort. Moldavite. 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 Sounds like a vitamin. So the only reason why we're even doing an episode about this is because it's been Because you wanted it? No. It's oh. been trending all over the place. Is as... it really trendy? This yes. This is my second question. Why is it trending? Is it just some TikTok bullshit? <laughs> well, and YouTube. And YouTube. Yeah. I mean, it's, okay. it's, on, it's on the platforms. It is on the platforms for yeah. having mysterious powers. So, um... Moldavite is green, and it's like basically glass that was formed, supposedly from a meteorite like 15 million years ago in like Eastern European, European area. And the thing about it is that it's super expensive, real actual Moldavite. So a lot of people walking around saying Moldavite ruined my life. It's not even real Moldavite, because real Moldavite is not easy to get. It's like 400 bucks for a small stone. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. It's once it's gone, it's gone. So you can't like get more of it, right? Because unless of another it. Ast, you know, another meteor comes and right. crashes in, and we wait fifteen million more years. Um, and you know, it's not easy to source. So it's crazy because it just all of a sudden became like this trendy thing, and now people are selling it left, right, and center. You can probably like go on eBay right now and get a piece of quote unquote moldavite, you know, for a reasonable amount of money. I just have more questions now. Well, so, I think the Kardashians were selling it on QVC. They probably were. Okay. Um, I always think of it like it's an infinity stone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. So when people ask yeah. me about, like, what it, what is it, I'm like, well, you know, you, you've seen, like, the Avengers. <laughs> it's like an infinity stone. What does that one do? Moldavite. Is that the one that stops time? <laughs> well, because it's supposed to, like, it's supposed to, like, help control some of the chakras in your body. It's supposed to, like, um, give you physical energy like you're supposed to feel energized from it it's supposed to improve your mental health improve healing gain so, a sense of protection rediscover your true self which one is that then that's the um the blue one um it's normally the blue one the infinity stone that gives you strength and is wait it? is it no 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 i don't know my, no. you know your stones we'll have to do our side research on which one it is i know it's not a tesseract that's right. Although people do think that, people do think that you can time travel with this Moldavite too, and I know that that has you know tesseract so qualities much, written all Doctor over Strange's it. That Doctor Strange is one. That one's green though too. Yeah. So the they're eye, onto something the before this even became popular. So this this stone has a lot of energy. I'm interested. That's what people say. It's a high frequency stone. It's an ascension stone. They're calling it. Yes. 
which I have no idea what that means. Well, basically, I mean, if you're into like stones, crystals at all, you know, what everyone always says is like, if you're going to go and pick one out, you should like touch a bunch of them and see which ones feel like which ones you feel the energy from. And those are the ones you should choose. But aren't you rubbing all your energy all over these stones when you go into these places? Well, yeah, people are, but... Then you gotta, like, do a cleansing. Yeah, I think probably good shops probably do. Yeah. Um, But, you know, and there's different theories about that, too. Sometimes people say if it makes you sway one way or the other. If it makes you sway forward, it's good. If it makes you sway backward, it's bad. The one thing that seemed pretty relevant in these stories I was reviewing. See, I'm, I'm... I know my stuff. I got no notes on this. No, you're not even looking at your notes. No, because I know how to pick out a stone. Because you're a stoneologist. No, well, not really, but you know, I am a witch. And we, we do like rocks, pretty rocks. <laughs> and you guys don't know where you went wrong. <laughs> so, but I do say, like, if people are like, I don't know what the deal is with this. I'm like, just, you know, think of yourself as an Avenger. And you're trying to get an Infinity Stone. Well, and it, like you said... It can give, like, people who have this around them, it gives them, like, either really good energy and, you know, like, that positive forward. Like, you know, they have heat, tingling sensations, and it's all good. But then, on the other side of the fence, I haven't really seen any stories about it being a middle ground. You get suppressed emotions, happiness, sadness. I mean... And it might have a lot to do with who you are as a person and what you're putting into this stone. Exactly. Like, it amplifies whatever you're thinking and feeling. So if you're thinking good things, it's going to amplify that. If you're depressed and you're thinking bad things, it's going to amplify that. So it works like other stones. That was my fourth question. Well, I was going to say, yeah, then it works like other stones because basically it's your energy going back and forth. Yeah, well, it has its own sense of energy and how that inter- inter- how that energy interacts. Yep. interacts with your own is what dictates the kind of experience you have with it. So a stone is just a stone. Yeah. It has nothing until you give it I something. Mean, they all have properties. They all have inherent properties to them. You know, I'm going right for the debunk on this, right? Yeah, but Rob's not with you on it, neither am I. Well, that's okay. I don't know where I am on the Moldavite. We're not small divide stones in general. You've carried stones. Well, this is yeah. This is my. I have stones. You gave us stones. Mm -hmm. I wonder where mine are. I I gave them to my son. I moved. Oh well, that's nice. Do you need them anymore? No, I had two sets. I'm just kidding. And one he had a little the little Velcro pouch. Like one was for, um, uh, good energy and it was a protection. One of the two because he's having trouble in school as a little kid, separation anxiety and all that stuff. And he put it in his pocket and he carried it and it worked for a few days because. You know, I told him to, you know, reach in and grab it. And it gave him the confidence that he needed. Mm-hmm. So my thought is you're giving this, you're putting your thought into that stone. You're giving your yourself a reason to believe in yourself. Um, sure. I think that stones inherently have different properties to them. So depending on what you need or what you're looking for. You're gonna choose a stone that has that quality in it and then you're gonna use it for that purpose and it kind of is like, it makes a circle then. It closes the circle. You're visualizing what you want changed. So your energy is here, the stone's energy is here and when they're together, they're making a, they're making a circle. They're connecting. They're so, working off each other. Okay, oh, sorry, Brad, you had your hand up. <laughs> How did you already get all these marked off your list already? You've answered them all and maybe even more. Oh, geez. And so I say that. Babble. 
No. Are there any other stones out there, since you're the expert on the stones? I'm not. You just can't put right to the top. Well, at the table, then, at least. Are there any other stones that have negative effects, like the Moldavite does? Because I've never heard of that before. So, not to this extent, but there are stones that you should not purchase yourself. So, so like, onyx is, like, a big one. Like, they say you should never buy yourself onyx. Onyx can be given as a gift, but you shouldn't purchase it yourself. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what else has, like, weird qualities that people, like... I mean, I think it just depends on what you're looking for and what how that interacts with your energy. There's potential for it to be any kind of stone. So let's just say we want to whip up a... Not a curse or maybe a little... A little hex? A little song. song. Okay. A Is little there vengeance, any... vengeance in a bottle? Sure. Mm-hmm. Would we include any stones in that that have that negative energy to push? Yeah. So you've answered all my questions. <laughs> we so, put them in mojo bags. We put good ones in in mojo bags to attract certain things. So I'm sure if you were trying to disrupt somebody's situation, you would do the same. Same thing with herbs. Okay. Like herbs can be used because they inherently have different properties to them. Okay. But it's all about your intention. But then that'll lead me to this question. <laughs> so if we have intention and we use, say, I don't know, a slate marble or whatever you want to do with it, what if I take my lucky dollar or my lucky quarter mm-hmm. and it's always kept me in check, wouldn't that be doing the same thing as a stone? Mm-hmm. Because we've had this discussion before. It's not about. It's not about, like... We um, had this conversation about the St. Michael um, being blessed and stuff like that. You said you could take anything, any object, like this cap to this water bottle and put all that energy into that and make it work. So what differentiates the stone other than it being crashed and compressed like millions of years ago? It's just a preference. A lot of people like the stones because there's weight to the stone it automatically it's physical you know if you pick it up and it's cool in your hand like you know like it it's just a preference for what you're what you want and what you are trying to do is there any advantage of using the stone then and it's almost like what's the point of them if you could just use well, a lucky see. dollar but you said it's all a preference oh, it's and like you might like it like... and sometimes they're pretty colors because if you walk into a shop and you want something that's going to help you stay calm. Um, you could use this top to Jeff's water bottle, but do you know how to put your intention into that? No. But well, do you know how to put your intention you, into a stone? Yep. You don't have to. It's already in there because it's inherent in the stone. Well, okay, so they do have special That's my properties. point. What makes them that way? The, the earth that created it, the energy that created it. And... Who along these lines took all these different stones and put the intentions in them and said, hey, this one's positivity, this one is strength, this one is discipline, etc., etc. So nobody put the intention into them. No one decided, like, we're going to get together and have a council, and Rose Quartz is going to be all about self-love, and Amethyst is going to be for healing. Like, nobody just, there's not like a group of people that just decided those things. I think a lot of it goes back to just historically what they've been used for and what cultures have used them for. So 
stones and for rain. If you look at that, most of the time, the stones that have those kind of principles are from those particular cultures. Like they were easily found and so mined and used. So this goes way back before we even oh, yeah. get a chance. So I couldn't take a... Ancient mummies have turquoise <clears throat> and quartz and right. garnets and, I mean, you name it. They've got all kinds of precious stones that they find. So could I intentionally take a stone, two stones, one I want for um, strength mm -hmm. and the other one I want for discipline mm -hmm. and just for shits and gigs, switch them. Can I take the discipline and switch it out with strength? Will the stone still in, have the same intention or is it because it's been handed down that way I have to stick with what that stone is, whatever gem that is coming down? Well, they can mean different things for different people. I mean, I think there's like a general reason why you would purchase one particular stone over another one. I mean, you know, what would be the intention of trying to switch them? I'm, I'm just giving you questions. I mean, if you walked into a store and you were like, here's one for, for love, here's I'm asking one for the confidence, questions. here's one for hard work, here's one for this. Um, well, I just want to take this one and make it this one. Just get the um, one you're supposed to. I'm just asking for my viewer. But if you went out to the driveway and picked up two rocks and you said, I'm going to infuse this one with, yes. <laughs> with self-discipline and I'm going to infuse this one. Just by its shapes. Say the two different shapes. Yeah. The same. Well, you're drawn to them, right? Because there's a whole driveway. What if it's just like a... And you like, I like that one and that one. It's just like a chip that got knocked off of cement from your driveway. Does it still work that way? I mean, if you believe in it, it will. Yeah. It's the same thing as like a rosary. If you hand a rosary to somebody who's not of that religion, uh, does it do anything? No. But does if you're Catholic do and you believe... You're putting your energy in that, that bead. Did that just mess you up now, Rob? He's got new questions. Hmm. I shouldn't ask them. Yes, you should. This show's show opened up. All. But really what's happening huh. with this is that the phenomenon is that it is such a high energy stone that it's wreaking havoc in people's lives because people are just like, oh, I'm going to go get myself some Moldavite because I want to, you know, I want to increase this, that, or the other thing. And then they get this stone and it's so powerful that they can't handle it. And before you know it, it's like overworking. And then things start to go bad. So this stone is throwing off that much energy. Supposedly. I've never actually held a piece of Moldavite because, again, it's kind of hard to come by. The real right, thing so is not, not easily out. accessible. Right. So I can't actually speak from personal experience. I'm just reading a lot of the stories that people are saying about it, that they're warning people don't. I mean, it can cause all, like, even insomnia because it's got so much energy that people report if they wear it, they start to have trouble sleeping. Because it's like it won't let them calm enough to go to sleep. So it's like a lot of things say don't wear it at night. Like don't so, go to bed with your ring on or your bracelet on or your pendant on. This is going to get a little scientific. <laughs> I know Rob is going to ask this question, so I thought I'd just cut him off at the pass here. So this meteorite that comes sailing in like 5 billion miles an hour slams into Earth. Mm -hmm. Because of the speed and velocity and the compression and the heating up of this Moldavite or this rock meteorite that came in, that's what's throwing off this energy, right? So when the meteorite hit the earth, it produced these shards of Moldavite. 
but this energy came from it space. physically. It came from space. It's aliens. Coming through space. space. It's aliens. It was aliens playing exactly. catch in one mist. Where mist-ed. did it come from? Well, that's the thing that's so crazy is that no one really knows. It sounds like kryptonite. It's extraterrestrial. Who knows? I mean, an alien ship could have been going by and it was a waste, like an airplane has, yeah, and it, it dumped out. Poop. What if only people getting abducted have touched the Moldavite? I don't know about that. What if the aliens are on a mission to get all their Moldavite back? Or they're trying to just (laughs) infect us or something. Then the next trend on TikTok is going to be, Moldavite made me get abducted by UFOs. (laughs) Now I have an anal probe. Says the National Enquirer. For you kids, it's TMZ. (laughs) So, yeah, I've always had trouble with the whole um, gems and rocks and... uh, that that whole energy and intent thing and i shouldn't really because when we ghost hunt and do things our intentions and we use that in a different way versus actually sometimes having something physical on us so for for me to kind of contradict myself a little bit like we'll go on a ghost hunt we'll put our energy and intent and trying to get someone in this room or contact or whatever we do but yet for me to sit down and go well, this this green rock, you know, this you know, this is gonna give you discipline. You just you know, this is what you're gonna focus your energy into. To see that, it kind of makes me feel like that's a fucking rock, <laughs> to be honest. But then it switches over to the other side of that fence. It's your intention. What does this do? What is you know, where do you wanna? Right. It it almost like gives you an outlet. Sometimes I would think thinking about this, you know, I physically need to see something that has a resemblance that I can put something my thoughts into this the intent because it's just not working mentally or it's like an intangible which a gem or stone makes it tangible now you're saying that it comes with energy these these different stones it's already there right um i mean i get what you're saying but if you if you're having a hard time like wrapping your mind around the fact that like these stones inherently have energy, think about ghost hunting mm-hmm. and think about limestone. That we tend to have a lot of residual hauntings happen where Red there's limestone. natural limestone. Mm-hmm. Because as a ghost hunter, you accept that limestone is a natural amplifier and that it, you know, can absorb energy and all of these things. So if you think that that's possible, then you have to be able to make the right. connection that carrying around an amethyst is going to help heal whatever you got going on. Right. I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect with my concepts in my brain <laughs> because I'm not. And it does, when I stop and think sometimes, it really, all right, well, we do it. When we, we hunt, we ghost investigate, and we try to pull things in, and we're doing that just with our energy and our intent. So what's the difference, you know, putting it into an object? Right. And what's the difference if we go on, you know, right. a ghost hunter, we go someplace where the energy's not so good, and I decide to carry a piece of tiger's eye, but you decide to wear a cross. And what? maybe Rob decides to carry, you know, a coin. Right. Like, the intention for all three of those things is the same, but would it be the same if I used yours and Rob used mine? Do you know what I'm saying? 
if you because put it part into of it, it wouldn't well, it? part of it is what you have to it's like it has to connect with you it has to close the loop right there's got to be some kind of draw that you have to so, it so i don't know how much you how far into this you can go but are there new stones that are being found or uh, is it pretty much what we have is what we have from the earth there's nothing new that's come up in the last 20 years 15 years 10 years that's I mean saying... I'm sure they're probably still finding minerals and and different things but I think that from a spiritual side of things there's like a pretty much standard list of what most people use that are like universally accepted as those things okay which leads me to the next question I got you Rob don't worry I have questions I'm writing down right um, now so let's say I was not prepared for any of this tonight. Me neither. I mean, this is going <laughs> this is going better than I thought. I just thought it was like throwing rocks at a window, but it's different. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's say we find a new a new stone, a new gem, a new mineral, mm -hmm. and you we're saying that all of these stones pretty much have a, a pre-existing um, line that they follow through the years, and that's how we know what stones do what. You know what I mean? Like you're you're your positivity, um, this one's for health. That's all been predetermined thousands of years earlier. So now we come across this new one. We'll come across the Jeff gem, but we don't know what it does. So the people in charge, I mean, do, who is gonna assign that that's new? That's something we've never had happen in our generations. Who's gonna assign that and give it its unique character mm -hmm. and then we're going to carry on from that who where do we go with that i mean so i don't and i don't know because i don't know well, how that would work. but i would think that there would be two lines of thinking so the first one is you'd find out what it's closely related to because everything is related, related to something, to something. Okay. so what group does it fall into does it fall into this kind of particular rock this kind of particular material where does it fall if it falls within you know something that's well known then you could make the leap that it would have the same kind of characteristics the other side of that could be that it just kind of goes based on consensus a lot of different people touch it a lot of different people feel the energy from it what are their impressions of it well if the majority feel like oh yeah when I pick this up I feel like I'm more drawn to this, or I feel like it's helping me with this. So you almost have to, you have to set up like a, it's not a survey, but you have to see what the responses are to this. Because new... some people use stones that don't typically fall in that exact realm of what people say they do for purposes. Like, and lots of stones do some of the same things. So if you're looking for, you know, a stone for healing, there's a bunch of different stones that have that characteristic. It's not just one particular kind. So it's more about what what you're most drawn to. So healing in general, let's just say, I don't know, um, lupus. You have lupus. You go to the stones. All the properties are the same with the healing stones. They're pretty much there to heal whatever it is. It's not... Um, it's not directed towards a lupus or a cancer, but it might just be, in general, a body ailment. So you go with what you're comfortable with, but those properties could be in like 15 different stones. Okay. It's more about what you're drawn to. Right. 
Like in my Reiki practice, I use certain stones that correlate with chakras, but there's lots of different choices. I mean, a different Reiki practitioner might use different stones for the exact same chakras. We might use a couple of them that are the same and have ones that are different. Okay. Because it's about what I feel most drawn to. That's all the questions for now. Rob? Oh, I have many more questions oh, now. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing I'm thinking of now. So you said, you know, if you go like in an investigation or something, or even not just a ghost hunt or whatever, someone might have different objects to like make them feel protected or want right. to be more in tune with things. Like you use the example of a coin, a cross, a stone, something like that. And then you asked, is it different if you switch them? My question is, what if you switch them? And you tell the other person, I use this for protection when it's not. It's something I use for something completely different. Or I use this to be more in tune with the energy around me. And it's actually something I use completely opposite. So it's almost like doing a, a, a test like a without... A experiment. Can you do a Philip experiment type of deal? What's that when they give you the real medicine and they give you the placebo yeah, effect? Yeah, the placebo well, effect. We'll, They'll give you three different... We'll do this. I'll bring a bunch of yeah. stones the next time that we record an episode. Maybe we'll put it up on Facebook. And I won't tell you what they're actually used for. And I'll have you guys see what you get and what you or think you go they to? are. Yeah. yeah it's like, That's a good you, idea. Can you imply or enforce something on an object or a stone to somebody else? And can you make them do something? But if you're making them do something... Is it even the object itself, or is it the human mind? So the three of us, which has made me think the Philip experiment. So the three of us walk in here, and we all have our own object. Mm -hmm. We all switch them, but our intents stay the same. It's just going to change where that intent is going into that object. So if I had a cross and you had a rock, and we switched, but yet you wanted it for what you wanted, and you had that with your rock. Mm -hmm. You now have it with the cross. The question is, Did it, are you going to believe what the other person tells you and then like, make it have that feeling? Or right. are you going to actually pick up the energy if you can imply your energy on an object and know what it actually the real meaning was for it? Can you see through what they're... You know, like if we're mm-hmm. lying and we're saying it's used for, let's say, protection, but it's actually used for, you know being in tune with things okay are you gonna believe you what you're saying or are you actually gonna see through the lie and and actually pick up on the actual energy that the item well i think you'd have to be open really Mm -hmm. and no you know that third eye has to be kicking i think but now we've we've already flawed the experiment because we know we would just mess with each other with with anything that we had to allison hasn't said a word because i'm thinking about a way to do this that would truly be blind like, if I put a bunch of different stones in a pouch... And you don't tell us at and all. And I don't tell you anything about any of them. Mm-hmm. And I have you pick one up and not even look at it, so you don't know the color, you don't know the makeup of it, you know nothing. Just what are you What are you getting from that? What are you feeling? Do you feel anything? Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see what your impressions would be. True. And then if I gave you the stone... And had you hold it in your hand and told you what it was for, would would it change the way you felt when you had it the first time? I feel like there's a part two of this episode. Yeah, it'd be gem two. But where I understand what you're saying, but where I was going is if you had that rock 
for strength and I had my cross for positivity and we switched the two can can we automatically take that energy that was put into this so now you have to take the cross that was there for positivity and change it to strength can you put your intent can you it's almost like can overlapping it can you change the object can your energy change the object what it was already being used for assuming that you can invite an energy on an object can you then change it is what you're saying Mm-hmm. So, like, you say, hey, yeah, you know what? I'm going to give you the rock. I want it for strength. I'm going to give you my cross. I want it for positivity. Well, when you get that cross, you're like, well, I don't want that. I want I want uh, the strength. So you, you almost mask over it or you overlap it to get your intention. I don't know. That's Getting interesting. very psychologically. Well, if you can put your energy to, if you can put your yeah. energy in into like, okay, this Timbit donut, this round donut we have here, if I want to take this on a, a ghost hunt, or not even, if I want to carry this in a, a Ziploc bag, and know that that donut there is going to give me the strength that I need to get through a day, but yet, I turn around at the end of the day and say, hey, Rob, take this donut. I know I know you've been you you haven't been feeling well. Use this for a wellness a donut. And I'm gonna say no. I don't want a donut that was in your pocket all day. Yeah. Well, that's gross. But, okay, uh, I don't know a pen cap, uh, a penny, a penny. Like we use a penny. Okay. My well, my penny says it's protecting me for gonna, this. I've given you stones. Yeah. And you've said like, this is what I want, or we're going on a ghost hunt. Here's some stones for protection. I mean, I've given you stones before. Right. You know what? This this will be funny for me to try this because I haven't touched them in years. Probably since I moved into this house three years ago. I think I know where they are. If I remember what they do, probably not. Because I'm old and I have a bad memory like that. <laughs> I should grab some and just carry, start carrying them around and see... If anything changes if for you. If anything changes. I have quartz in my car still. See, I have... Me. Quartz is like a great all-around stone. Quartz is like good for absorbing bad energy. It's good for cleansing other stones. It's good for so many like different kinds of things. And I carry quartz in my bag all the time, and tourmaline because tourmaline is another one that like super good for like warding off bad juju. Um, but I have stones in my car. I have stones in Jason's car. I have stones in Jason's toolboxes. <laughs> There's like random places in the house that have them. But what's it doing? Well, they're all for different reasons. So you have it in his toolbox. What would that be? Money. Tracks money. Your purse? Protection. Car? Protection. Okay. I'm going to try this now. I got a bunch of quartz at home. <clears throat> uh, they have to be recharged, though? You can recharge them. In the sun? In the sun or the moon. Sun or moon? Mm-hmm. Will they do the same thing? Yeah. You can also burn some sage and run your quartz through that or some sweet grass because now all of a sudden sage is a closed practice why can't use sage covid native it's indigenous oh jesus people. don't get me started on that I know. crap i i people are overly sensitive Fucking cancel culture i know so you could use you know i don't know some kind of you could use a bay leaf how about pot um, i don't think pot is cleansing you don't think so no <laughs> No, she, I think you might you might she, do she some other stuff. Mom Allison, no, no, if you that's good. Try it's, to it's legal use now, that. right? It's legal. Yeah, but bay leaves are great for cleansing, and they're super cheap and bay leaves, really. Yep. What do you do? Burn them? Yep. 
bay leaves. They gotta stink. I mean, most stuff like that does smell when you burn it. Yeah, but I th- yeah, not that I've ever smelled bay leaves burning, but I've smelled sage. So, hmm. wow, we're all over the map now. Yeah, I like that. We gotta do a part two. Yeah, yeah. so you can definitely. Um, Our one listener, if you'd like to. It. To have a second part to the show and see if Allison can fool Rob and Jeff. Oh, I'm going to try this because I think this would be really fun. It definitely will be. Yeah. Well, I'm going to carry my stones around starting tomorrow and see. I have my cards with me. I always have a piece of quartz and a piece of amethyst, amethyst in the bag. Hmm. They stay in, the, in that bag with my cards all the time. I don't ever take them out. You know how hard it is to break quartz? Probably pretty difficult. Yeah. I tried to. Why? I had why an idea so a long dis- time ago. Why are you so destructive? I'm not destructive. <laughs> I had a really good idea. And I know our listener is going to take this idea and tell probably some ghost hunters. So back in the day when I was working at the established Rolling Hills in Batavia, New York, um, I started making, um, you know, so you have the digital recorders. I said, what if I just take wedges of wood, make triangle wedges, and put this, um, you know, the, uh, the stuff that goes in the bottom of your cupboards, the sticky stuff, like the you cut it and it so you just, your shit doesn't slide all over the place. Mm-hmm. I was going to take that. But what I was thinking was, before I did that, I was going to bust down the um, quartz crystals into small, like almost powdery, and put it on there because quartz and energy, and you have your recorder out there, maybe you could pull energy to you using it that way and we were going to sell them and i just i could not break this quartz for nothing i have like chunks that look like it came from like where where was superman from what planet Krypton. yeah it looks like that they're big chunks and i was trying to break them down i just couldn't do it you were trying to bedazzle voice recorders <laughs> <laughs> don't they use don't they use quartz though in some of the spirit boxes and stuff yes. yeah yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll yes. put a piece, so i was ahead of the piece, curve right there like a full piece so yeah. we could have put it in a hack shack for all we know but i do have smaller pieces now that i'm thinking about it so we probably could go in the hack shack yeah who's the guy that made the box frank, frank? um yeah frank uh, frank assumption assumption yeah didn't he have like actual pieces of like quartz and stuff like when you opened it up they used to be like situated right in there because we're all pretty they were all unique but yeah i think he did have some like that yeah i remember him showing me one of them and um he had uh um, like one of those uh, velour bags, you know, the liquor come in. He had stones in there, and he put them around. And then you'd, you know, do what you do. But that was one of my thoughts. I said, well, that creates energy. And I'm thinking limestone would do the same thing if you get it in there and do up a nice wedge that way, and you could sell it. And it's uh, it's an automatic energy thing. See, right there, I was just put belief into something, right? <laughs> See? Yeah. Get yourself some moldavite. And get yourself some voice recorders. Oh, I'll just chip in 115 bucks and buy a piece. And see if it... Oh, it's more expensive than that. Yeah, probably. That was an old prop price, probably. Yeah. Real I mean, it looked, is pretty expensive. It was probably about that big. They we needed to... podcast advertisers to get something like that. <laughs> well, we'll reach out here at Parababble. Well, I guess the bigger question is, do you think something like a piece of glass or some kind of stone or rock could literally ruin your life? And before you say no, remember Annabelle? Isn't she a demon? Remember Robert the Doll? Oh, yeah. He puzzled. 
Ah, oh, shit, I can't use time slip here, can I? Ah. Uh, Haunted objects? Stop it. Hey, the chair's haunted. Oh, yeah. Look at the table. It's a haunted bidet. The table flaps. But, I mean, if a Haunted doll... bidet. <laughs> I don't know. If a doll could ruin your life and cause you all kinds of panic, I mean, is it possible yeah, but you that could, a stone could, you could do that? You could buy a doll It looks as creepy as hell and put it in your house or something. Yeah. And go, oh, God, that's creepy. You're already putting your, your mojo, your juice all over it going, this is creepy. So you're already setting yourself up for it. Right, but there's lots of times where people buy those and they don't have anything happen. There's lots of times people use stones and don't have anything happen. But could it ruin your life? Could stones moldavite ruin your life? Or is if it you just let another it, stupid TikTok trend? If you let it. Anything can ruin your life if you let it, right? It's Obsession bizarre. or compulsion. This is like the time we did the Momo Challenge episode. Remember that one? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our Momo was the best, though. I mean, yes. you look at this blue vase right here. Say, I don't want to use this house as an example. Um, <laughs> Rob's like, please don't. We like. Yeah, to I had to the, think this one out. I don't want to. I don't want the studio good. I don't want to. I don't want to make this bad. Um, let's just say there's something in the garage that you've had from Who's for garage? years. Uh, any garage, like an old license plate that a lot of people hang up. Let's just say bad things are happening around that. But you're letting it happen. Even though you might attach it to that, it might be random circumstances that something happened in the garage because of that. And you find out the history on that license plate. Maybe there was a fatal car accident or something like that. You're letting that affect you. You're attaching yourself to that idea that bad things have happened in that garage. Say, beams have fallen. Um, Well, you are, but um, something bad had to have happened in the first place. True. Like finding a rock with a hole through it. Yeah, why is that so bad? I know, I know you guys talked about that, and I, <laughs> I've heard the story, and you and Cheryl and a couple of your friends there. So if there's a hole in it, what's that supposed to signify? It's a hagstone, as they're usually called, commonly called, and it's just something natural that occurs in nature. But they were used, you know, they supposedly have magical properties. So the fact that you find one in a haunted location when there's not a single other one anywhere in the vicinity seems fishy. I mean, if you look out on a, on a stone driveway of hundreds and hundreds and thousands of rocks and there's only one that looks like that and you know that there's potential for that to maybe be a really cool thing to have. Are those man- man-made? <laughs> No, nature makes them. So they put a hole in the middle of them. It becomes a yeah. ring. Well, I mean, usually it's not that big of a hole. You know, it's just like enough to like put a string through. Like a lot of people would wear them. Oh, so we're going smaller. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some of them could be bigger, but this one was probably pea-sized. The hole was probably pea-sized. And you shouldn't play with those? It was magnificent. But I should have been allowed to keep it. it. <laughs> Do you think bad things would have come about? It would have been worse than Moldavite. <laughs> it 
probably would have been worse than Moldavite. I don't know. It probably wouldn't have been a good car ride on the way home if I had kept it. Who knows? So you're saying dark things could occur with this? Yeah, I mean, there was a reason why I wanted it. But traditionally, okay, not um, barring the reason if why. If I just saw one, like, randomly somewhere, yeah, I would totally pick it up. Yeah, but you wouldn't know if the place is haunted. Yeah, I, I probably would. What if you go out to Rob's here and he's, like, digging, or we're sitting out there or something, and you the see a stone not, with it? The studio's not haunted. It's not? No. Not right now. Well, not right that. now. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I, right. Yeah. <laughs> you got a couple in the back seat you're just going to whip out? Into the... No. I mean, if you could go anywhere and do anything in the entire world, why would you just hang around in somebody's house? <laughs> Things come in visitation. So you're saying... Christmas time, it'll pick back up again. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You having company over that day? I guess so. <laughs> well, if you could, just let us know. That way we have the microphones live so we can come over and do a quick one. I mean, how cool would that be? You're already a ghost. And you know magic tricks, too, on top of it? Our you listeners are shit. so lost right now. Yeah, okay, so listeners. <laughs> so the studio. The Parababble studio. May or may not be. Was once owned by a magician. Who died here in the home. And I find magic artifacts all over the house when we're cleaning things out sometimes. That's awesome. But I haven't seen any magic tricks happen around here. No yeah. magic hauntings. I told you. Not now. Okay. That's because you don't have the stone. And for 1999, we should be on QVC. We could really bullshit some stuff. No, I was kidding. <laughs> oh, there's people out there that do. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. All right. So, um... So, I think we should do a part two to this. We should follow up with an experiment because we didn't really know that we were going to lead down this rabbit hole. We're going to do the experiment, and the next part two will be the results. Okay, we can do that. By the time we record next. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Intention versus intuition. Ooh. Double eyes. Pretty interesting, right? Oh, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just gonna.